Hey, hey, welcome to Heal Health Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Tanika. Think of this show as a safe space, a space where you can grow, learn, laugh, cry, dig deep, and unpack. I want to walk with you on this journey as we navigate through the many twists and turns in life that distract us from being able to create the life that we actually want. In this show, we will talk about how we can align ourselves with the right thoughts that will allow us to create and manifest. We will focus on your healing, your health, and your happiness. Every week, you can meet me back here for brand new episodes that will be packed with advice, motivation, tips, tools, and authentic grown conversation. I want to share with you all the mindset shifts I've experienced over time and how they have helped me grow into the woman that I always knew I could be. So let's take this journey together so that we can have the absolute most beautiful experience this life has to offer. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Heal, Health, Happy. I am your host, Tanika, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about agreements. So I'm reading this book. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Ruiz, and the book is fantastic. I've already read it once. It was so good that I wanted to go back and read it again, grab a pencil and paper, and just really jot down some things. Excuse me, because I am in agreement with what the book is saying. And so in the book, it talks about agreements that we make, agreements that we make with ourselves, agreements that we make with other people, agreements that are given to us through childhood. And what these agreements do is they become part of our personal belief system and they govern how we live our life. Okay. So just to give you an example of an agreement, uh, let's just say that you have a fairly nice voice, right? You can sing a little, you know, and throughout your life, people have always come to you and says, oh my God, you have such a beautiful voice. You should sing. And you believe that you think, you know what, they're right. And so your next move would be to go out and try to get a career as a singer, right? Well, let's say you have that exact same voice, but people around you don't really agree with it. And they tell you all the time, you have a terrible voice. You really cannot sing as well as you think you do. You're not a good singer. If you believe that then you will most likely 100% not go out and pursue a career as a singer because you have come into agreement with a belief that you cannot sing. Now, that agreement is a suggestion from someone else, but you have to agree with it in order for it to become part of your personal belief system, right? If you don't agree with it, then you do the complete opposite. You'll say, whatever, I don't believe them because I have decided to believe myself. And then you'll go out and you'll get that career, right? So that's like the 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 long story short of what an agreement is, right? And so what we do is, <clears throat> excuse me, we store these agreements in our mind, right? And as soon as we agree with something, we believe it. Right off the bat, we believe it and we have faith in it, okay? And to have faith in something is to believe in it unconditionally. Your belief system determines your entire life experience. But your beliefs can create fear. Your beliefs can create peace. Your belief can create uh, joy. It just really depends on what you believe. And that belief system is coming from agreements that you have made throughout your life. Some of our agreements are given to us as children. A lot of them are, a lot of them. A good example that that they gave in the book was uh, a mom came home. And and a lot of the times when we get these agreements as kids, it's by accident, right? It's just, you know, our parents aren't perfect. And sometimes what comes up comes out, right? So he gave a really great example of a little girl who was, I don't know, a few 
seven, five, six, seven, somewhere in there. And she was just singing her little heart out. Well, in comes her mom. She had a long day at work. It's been a hard week. She had a throbbing headache. And it's just not been a great day for her, right? And so she comes home and her daughter's just like singing to the top of her lungs. She's in her own little world. She's thriving. She's believing in her, her voice and she thinks she can sing and she's having fun. She's in a beautiful moment. She's inside of an agreement that she has made with herself. Well, in comes her mom. She's got a headache and the headache keeps getting worse the louder her daughter gets and to the point where she can't take any more and she yells, please stop singing. You have a terrible voice, okay? Now, imagine being a mom and telling that to your child or being a child and hearing that from your parent and what do you think is going to happen? The child stopped singing. She became very shy and reserved and less likely to sing and talk because she had decided from that point on that her mother was right. She had a terrible voice and she did not want to sing. And it doesn't matter if it's true or not, but she believed it. She formed an agreement around it. And from that point on, she lived her life based on that agreement. She stopped singing. And so again, I wanted to highlight the, the mom coming home tired, having a long day at work, having this throbbing headache. If you're a parent and you're a working parent on top of everything else, you know what that's like, right? The mom, of course, didn't mean for that to happen. But again, words are very, very, very powerful, especially to kids. So, <clears throat> excuse me, let's talk a little bit about the personal dream. Right, because this is going to tie into an agreement. So, your personal dream is one that you create based on your beliefs, right? So, your personal dream can be anything, right? Your personal can, dream can be to live a life with uh, lots of finances, lots of money, you know, lots of freedom. Your personal dream could be, you know, a career that you've always gone after. A personal dream can be, you know, married with kids. Um, personal dream can be having a big house. Personal dream can be having a collection of cars. Your personal dream is one that you have, but the extent of that dream is going to be based on your beliefs. Can you achieve it? Is it possible? So if you have a personal dream, which we all do, then take a look around at your life. Does it look like you want it to look or does it look like what you believe to be true about your life, about yourself and what is possible? Because we all have a personal dream, right? And a lot of our dreams and a lot of our personal dreams are based on fear. So one thing I have learned and just from reading, listening to lots of people and experiencing it on my own, in my own life is that most people's biggest fear is being truly alive and taking the risk to feel alive, not death like we think, right? Everybody thinks that people have a, a huge fear of death, but even more than dying, most of us, if not 99% of us are afraid to live and feel alive for so right now can you think of a time where you really and truly felt alive and free and happy and just in a moment of pure bliss right no fear attached to anything at the moment you just feel completely alive and the reason why I say can you remember a moment is because I know most of us do not feel that way on a daily basis you don't feel alive you're happy to be alive, but feeling alive on a daily basis is totally different, totally different, right? There's These are moments that we get to experience because we have a personal belief system that we probably don't deserve to feel that good, right? And so every now and again, we get this beautiful moment in life where we get to feel so alive and so good. Well, I'm here to tell you guys that it is a thousand percent possible to feel alive and feel that good a whole lot more than you're actually experiencing it. But if your belief system says, no, that's not possible, you should, nobody should feel that good all the time. Life is hard. I'm supposed to feel pain. Then you going to feel pain while the person on the other side of the room who has the complete opposite belief system is going to feel that bliss a whole lot more than you. It's a choice. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So Another thing about having a personal belief system is that you can change it, 
right? You don't have to stick to the same belief system. You don't have to stick to where you were born and what you grew up with and what you understand. You get to be a human. You get to have a human experience and you get to change your mind. You get to decide what you want to think and feel and build your own personal belief system. Um, but a lot of the time it takes a ton of courage to challenge and change your personal beliefs because your beliefs make you feel safe, okay? A lot of people do not fly on an airplane <laughs> because they believe it is dangerous and so they don't experience it. And because they don't, they're afraid to fly on a plane, they get to experience a much limited version of the earth. They don't get to see as many places as, as someone who's not afraid to get on a plane because a lot of beautiful places you have to get on an airplane. But some of us have created or been given a personal belief that airplanes are not safe. Airplanes are dangerous. You know, they fall out of the sky for no reason all the time when common sense and most of us know that that's just not true. But if your personal belief system is that strong, you're going to believe it's true whether it is or not. And you're not going to get on that plane. And you're going to limit the experience that you have because you won't get on a plane and fly. And I get it. I was afraid to fly for a long time until I actually did it once. And then I thought, oh, okay, this is nothing like I thought, right? And I remember being so worried, like the week before I was supposed to go on my trip, I was in my early 20s. Uh, me and one of my girlfriends went to Vegas and uh, we took a flight. It was my first time flying. And I remember I wrote up a will. I called everybody that I knew. I told them I loved them because I just knew I was gonna die. I knew this plane was gonna come falling out of the sky bursting with flames and it was going to be my last time seeing people and I literally started telling people that I love them as if I was never going to see them again but because I did not want fear to rule my life and I wanted to get on a plane and I wanted to experience the world in that way I pushed past my personal belief and decided I'm going to do this one way or the other right well guess what happened I got on the plane got to Vegas safe and sound had a fantastic time came back safe and sound and now I love to fly and I love to travel so saying that to say that <clears throat> please understand that 99% of the things that you worry about never actually happen you are wasting a ton of time and creating a lot of bad emotion and energy around something that is probably never going to happen so just take a second and think about some of the things that you worry about, sometimes obsessively worry about on a daily basis that never happen, never even happen. My example was thinking that the first time I got on a plane that it was going to fall out of the sky because everybody, my mom and my family, <clears throat> excuse me, around me had told me that flying was dangerous, you know, because a lot of them had, had, my mom never flown before and she still hasn't. So she had that belief system and passed it down to me. But when you think about all the things that we worry about, is our kids going to be safe? Are they going to be okay? You know, if I let them go outside and play, is that a safe space? You know, is my marriage going to be okay? Is my job safe? You know, is my money still in the bank? Just anything that you think about on the regular, right? Are my friends loyal to me, right? Anything that you can think about that you worry about, am I going to get that job? Are they going to like me? Am I going to do a great job on this speech, right? Am I going to get a hundred on my homework, right? I mean, just so many things that we worry about. How am I going to get my bills paid? And then they end up getting paid anyway, right? And so we worry about all these things, not realizing that 99% of them will never happen the way that you think. It's going to be okay. And we spend so much time creating all this energy around worrying, not realizing that that energy that you're drumming up, worrying about something that's not going to happen the way that you think is, is, is just creating more space to give you more things to worry about. You absolutely have to break the cycle. You have to understand that your word is everything and this kind of leads me into um what i really wanted to talk about which was the first agreement that we're going to talk about and these agreements that we're going to talk about over the course of this month are agreements that you can make with yourself to kind of unlearn and undo some of the bad habits some of the bad energy that we've stored up in our life because we don't realize we're doing it 
And it's going to help you get into a good, clear space so that you can start to create and manifest the life that you want. Because guess what? You are creating and manifesting a life for yourself right now, regardless if you believe in what I'm saying or if you think that it's true. Even if you're unaware, it's happening because your word is just that powerful that what you're speaking is coming into your possession, is coming into your life, right? And it, and the the ability to create does not care one way or the other if it's a positive or a negative. It's just going to give you what you ask for, right? So if you're constantly speaking negative words, bad energy words, low vibrational words, then it's exactly what you're going to continue to attract in your life, right? You ever met a very unhappy person? They're always mad about something, right? Never really in a good mood, just, you know, and people just, you you get so tired of being around them because you already know what it's going to be like. They're just a drag. Have you ever seen that person (laughs) receive a whole bunch of blessings and just happy as a, as a toad all the time? No, you see them upset all the time, worried all the time in a bad headspace all the time. And every time you talk to them, they have something new to complain about, to feel bad about, something new that has happened. And sometimes I think, God, you just you just have bad luck, but it's not luck. These are all things that they're manifesting and bringing to their life and they don't even know it. That's why I'm saying it's happening. You are creating and manifesting the world around you, regardless if you believe that it's true or if you even know that you're doing it. You're doing it because this is the power of your words. So you have to be very careful with your words. So the first agreement is you have to be impeccable with your word. Absolutely impeccable with your word. Meaning you got to be careful about what you say. And what you say, you got to mean it. So the word impeccable means of the highest standards and Thoughtless. Now, I know you're thinking that's probably impossible because who can just be positive and happy all the time? That is not what I am saying at all. What I'm saying is be careful what you speak because what you speak is going to return to you and it's not going to return to you void. It is your word. And it is an absolute gift. It gives you the power to create. We express our creative power through our words. Your intent manifests the thoughts, the words that we use. As humans, do you not realize that we are the only creation that God made that can actually speak words and that our words have created the world around us? Now, animals are beautiful and I know They have a way of communicating with each other through sounds and gestures and all that, but they don't have words. They don't have a vocabulary. And guess what? They've not created. They've existed. They have survived, right? You do not see animals literally building communities and schools and banks and financial systems and building uh, vocabulary words to put in a dictionary. They're not doing this, guys, because they can't. Because they were not given the power of words. And so they cannot create. They cannot manifest. Okay. Have you ever thought about that? Why are humans the only species that has the power to speak? Right. And so there's a reason why we have words. There is absolute Because we could just be making gestures like, you know, animals. We could. God could have did whatever he wanted with us and created us however he wanted. However... He created us to be able to manifest our world and use our words. And we got to understand how important that word is, right? Your words are like a two-edged sword, right? On one hand of the sword, on one side of the sword, it is a thing of absolute beauty. It can create love, trust, loyalty, a beautiful life for you, a beautiful life for those around you based on your words, based on how you're manifesting, based on your personal belief system, based on how your agreements that you've made. And then the other side of the sword is the complete opposite. You can destroy everything and everyone around you with your words because they are like seeds. 
You can plant these seeds in your mind. You can plant them in others' minds. And one thing is for certain, a seed's going to do what a seed is going to do, which is grow, right? One example of destroying everything around you, right? You come home from work, right? And everyone in your house is just in a great, you know, in a great space. They're happy. They're listening to a little bit of music. You know, maybe there's some good conversation going around and you come through the door and you've had a rough day. And you're just not really feeling it. And you get into this room where there's nothing but positive energy, good vibes between the people that are there. And you come in and now all of a sudden you don't like the music. You don't like the food. The house is not clean. And you just start arguing right off the bat with whoever, you know, probably your spouse, most of most of all, and then yelling at your kids. And now you have destroyed the entire vibe. Now, everyone is in that exact same negative headspace as you because who in the hell likes to be argued at, right? Especially when you're in a good place. It doesn't take much to knock people down off that good feeling that they're on, to be honest with you. It just doesn't. So now you've created this terrible situation where now nobody's happy, nobody's enjoying themselves, nobody having a good time. Now everybody's mad. Now everybody's arguing. And now you have your way. You came in with your energy and you carried it through. And because it was so negative, it just took everybody else on that same wave as you. So you can create beautiful things or you can create negative things. Also, you have to understand that your words or our words are like magic against one another. Don't believe me? Okay. We can make people feel good with our words. We can tell them they're beautiful, like... Your best friend can come up and say, girl, my husband just bought me this dress. What do you think? And you can look at it and say, oh my God, it's beautiful. I love it on you. It's so flattering. And they're like, right? Okay. And now the rest of the girl's night is going to go fantastic, right? Or the same girlfriend can come up to you and says, girl, my husband bought me this dress. What do you think? And you could, you know, say, ah, it's okay, but it looks a little small. Are you gaining weight? What's going on with the back of that dress? Is that fake? Gucci? Fake Louie? Is it even real? You know what I'm saying? And then now your friend, I can guarantee you, does not feel the same way about that dress, her body, or her husband's gift that he bought because of your magic, your spell that you have now cast on them, right? You ever have an encounter with someone and afterwards it made you feel bad? Like, ugh, I wish I hadn't ever even spoke to that person. Like, just so negative or you you ever been around someone or in a room with someone or know someone in your life and they're always complaining they're always gossiping they've always got something to say they don't like anything everything is always bad and you get to a space in your life where you just don't even want to be around that anymore and you just slowly just separate yourself from them because you can almost feel that that energy trying to grasp at you and get you to pull you in and you're like no i don't want to be around it's magic it's magic we use our words on each other because they are magical black magic specifically like people are you know into thinking about black magic and they're thinking about potions and spells well you can just as easily create a spell and black magic aka gossip on someone just the same what does that look like glad you asked so one example is giving your opinion of someone to someone else before they've had a chance to meet that particular person, right? So let's say you have, um, you're in college, right? And you and your friend, you're taking some of the same courses, but she's getting ready to take a course that you've already taken. And you look at her and say, oh my God, you got Mr. So-and-so. He was terrible. He was a jerk. Nobody liked him. You know, he was boring and he really didn't know his stuff. And I just really didn't have a good experience in the class. Well, you're not going to be able to switch that off. You're not going to be able to unhear that. You're going to hear what you heard. And then I guarantee you, you're going to go into Mr. So-and-so's class with a preconceived notion of what you think he is like and what the class is like. So you're going to come into this class already with a prejudgment of him being a jerk. The class is going to be boring. This is going to be a terrible experience. And you're going to naturally close your part of yourself off to even being open-minded that 
number one, this person, that's their perception, their reality. That may have been the case for them, but it doesn't mean it's going to be the case for you. So poor Mr. So-and-so didn't never stood a chance from the beginning because somebody poisoned your mind before you even had an opportunity to meet him for yourself, take his class and get your own perception of it. So that's why gossip is a lot of the time referred to as black magic because it does cast a spell. Listen, your mind is the most powerful thing on this planet. And people can put things into your mind and having you believe them and they're not true. And and, and they've swayed your judgment. <clears throat> Excuse me. It happens all the time. And the thing about opinions, people's opinions, your opinions, is that our opinions come from our beliefs and our own experiences in life. So if you put 10 people in a room and you ask 10 people for their opinion, you're going to get 10 different opinions because we all experience life differently from one human to another to another black people experience life different than whites because of skin color reasons race race issue reasons straight people experience life differently than gays because of pre uh, people being prejudiced against them and so you got to understand that who you're talking to, what their belief is and their experience before you completely buy in to what this person is saying and plant a seed in your mind that may not be necessary or true. So our words are very powerful. If you want to start a new agreement, if you want to change course, if you want to change direction, if you want to start having more control over this life that you're seeking, this, this amount of freedom, right? We've all gone on vacation at least once in our life, a beautiful beach, a, an island, um, you know, just a place, a jungle, wherever you wanted to go and you thought it was beautiful and it was paradise to you. We've all been there at least once, right? And you get this incredible feeling of freedom and relief you feel relaxed it's like your body's relaxed you're not stressed and tense right because you're not at work you're just here and you're enjoying this moment i promise you that you can have so much more of that throughout the year than just once or twice a year when you go on vacation you can feel this absolute same bliss every day right where you are to where you're not waiting until you're going vacation to feel it you feel it every day so going on vacation is just like icing on the cake but it starts with your personal belief system, your agreements, and your words because you are creating everything, right? Right as you go. So again, you have to become impeccable with your word. Your mind is fertile ground, right? And if you have a mind that is constantly being fed negative ideas, negative thoughts, words of gossip or black magic, then your mind will become a breeding ground for negative things. And so it will be a lot harder for you to plant a seed of love, joy, peace, loyalty, bliss, freedom, if your mind is used to just always being in this space of negativity, right? And sometimes it's not just us, it's people around us, right? You get into a conversation, you start gossiping, that, that seed is moving from their mind to yours and back and forth. And you both are just sitting there in this incredibly negative space where you have you have invited this energy into your life and into your space. And now it's planting a seed. And all you're thinking is, oh, I'm just listening, right? I'm just listening to, to, the, to the latest tea, the latest gossip. No, you are planting a seed in your mind telling yourself this is okay. Right. And the thing about gossip is misery loves company. Right. Most people that gossip and love to gossip just loves company. They're miserable. It's so much easier to look at someone else's life and say, that's not right. They're doing that wrong. That's not a good person. Look what she's doing. Look what he's doing. They should do this different. He should do that different than to look into your own life. Right. Let's talk about. Let's talk about that. Looking into your own life, examining your own life, how happy you are, all the things that you could have done right or wrong, or every time you should have went left and you went right. It's so much easier to focus on someone else and their shortcomings than it is your own. And 
you know your shortcomings. We all do. We're not stupid. We know them. Regardless if you know them, acknowledge them, you can pretend like you don't see them all day. They're there. You know it. They see you and you see them. But instead of focusing on your shortcomings and your thing, you focus on someone else. Because that what that does for you is it tells your subconscious you're not alone, right? It tells you that plenty of people in this world are screwing up and you're not by yourself. And to make you feel better about it, you like to talk about it. But you're not going to talk about your shortcomings. You're going to talk about others. Black magic is real. It's just not the magic that you've been looking. It's not a potion. It, they are words. They are spells that we're putting on each other all the time. Think about a time when you've had an encounter with someone and something that they said to you just with words made you feel so bad or so angry or so upset or so lonely or, or just a really bad emotion. I know you all had that experience. I've had it. I know I have. Then think about a time where you have said something, right? That was so bad to someone that you regret it, right? You're like, God, I cannot believe I said that. And you can't unsay it. You can apologize, you can correct the behavior, but you cannot unsay it. And that's because our words are very, very powerful. I can tell you one thing right now. We are the only species that lives, that dies a thousand times for the one mistake we made because of our memory. We cannot forget things and we cannot let them go right? Something that we did two weeks ago, 24 weeks ago, two years ago, three years ago, 10 years or 10 months ago creeps back into our mind, right? A mistake that we made that we regret and it it catches us one day, right? And it creeps back into our mind and what follows it? The same emotion that you felt back then. If it was anger, here comes the anger. If it's guilt or shame, you can best believe just from thinking that thought that guilt and that anger and that 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 shame is going to come right back with it and you're going to feel it. You physically can feel it. Now, even though this happened five years ago, 10 years ago, a year ago, the emotion is still attached to it and it visits you. So again, your mind is powerful. Be careful with it. Treat it like treat it like you treat everything else treat it as good as you as you take care of your mind the way you take care of your your soul the way you take care of your children your spouse your home your car the things that you love you have to put that much more energy into your mind and into your spirit right because we are making these agreements with ourselves and we're living a life based on what we agree to be true what our personal belief system are and we're definitely Letting our limitations step right on in and tell us which way to go or which way not to go. And the thing about all of this is it's just the ego's way of keeping you safe. The ego wants you to be happy and comfortable, right? But how happy can you be if you're always living in comfort? If you're always doing what's safe? If you're always doing what you know or what you think could happen, right? If you're never taking a chance, if you're never taking that risk, if you're never saying yes to things and ideas that can push you forward, right? Because if I ask anyone right now, are you working your dream job? Not a job that you got and said, oh, this is nice. I get paid five or 10 more dollars here than my last job. And it's not bad, but is it your dream job? If you took away all the barriers in your life that felt that that said no, and if this one time in life, if everything would be a yes, if you could dream up your dream job and I could guarantee you that you could have it no matter what, right? No barriers, no nothing standing in your way. You can have that dream job. Number one, what would it be? Number two, are you living it? If the answer is no, A lot of it has to do with your personal belief system, agreements that you have made, the words that you are speaking, and the life that you are constantly creating based on all of this, okay? All of it. So the one thing we have to do is we have to break the fear-based agreements and find our personal power because you do have personal power. If you believe in God and you know how good God is and you're a follower of Jesus Christ, It's all through the Bible that we are not weak people. How could we be? Do you know what we're up against on a daily basis? (laughs) Do you know what is trying to get into your mind? Do you know what is trying to get into your spirit? We can't be weak. 
are we are a representation of God. We are part of the one. We are everything but weak. But because we have believed this lie that the world system has created, that we are not capable, that we do not deserve, that happiness is outside of us, that God is outside of us and apart from us, that we should feel bad about feeling good and that we're afraid to feel too good because, uh-oh, something might happen. Don't let me get too happy. All of these are lies that we have bought into, believed in, taught to our children, have been taught to us, not even realizing we're doing these things, right? And then we just keep completing the cycle, generation after generation after generation. But if you're lucky enough, you'll be the one to break the generational curse. And if you are, please believe it's going to take work, dedication. It's going to scare you. It's going to shake you up. It's going to turn your world upside down because you are breaking, number one, a curse. And number two, a generational curse, which means that this thing been moving right along forever. And it stops with you. But you have to take care of your mind. You have to be careful with your words. You have to be impeccable with your words. You have to understand that your words have power. You can do way more good with your words than anything else. And one thing I love to do is I like I like to make people feel good. Now, I ain't gonna lie. If I get angry, you're not gonna get none of this. You're gonna get a whole nother side of me because guess what? God's still working on me too. Got a long way to go. But I am aware and I am working on that. And I love to make people feel good. I like for people to understand how incredible they are. I like for them to see themselves the way God sees them, right? God loves us. You think God is worried about how long our hair is or how dark or bright or, or our skin is or, you know, what job and the things. That, no, he knows your heart. And there's nothing more beautiful than a person with a beautiful heart. I could spot him out. Of, I could spot a beautiful heart out of anywhere, right? And that's because we attract what we are, right? I can guarantee you that I attract people like myself, people that understand this. And the more I dig into this thing that I'm trying to understand, the more people I meet that understand it and can help me understand it. A little off topic, but understanding yourself is the utmost importance in this whole journey, right? You got to know who you are. I was having a conversation with someone um, a couple months ago and we were talking and this person said, I am a healer. Therefore I attract brokenness, meaning the people that come into her life or the people that are attracted to her that want to be near her are usually broken because she is a healer. And I thought, damn, that's probably one of the most profound things I've heard in a very, very long time. Number one, I was impressed that she even took the time out to get to know herself and then to understand what she is and how it's affecting her life was beautiful. So I started doing some soul searching and some thinking and I'm like, okay, so what am I? Because we're all something. We all have a gift. We all have a purpose. And I remember years ago, 10, 15, probably maybe even longer years ago, um, I had a friend and he was very, very, very prophetic. I mean, he could just, he knew the word, the word lived in him, you knew it. And I remember him telling me one time that I was um, a light bearer. And I thought, what is a light bearer? And that don't make sense. Cause, and he was like, you're going to be ushering people into the light. And now 10, 15 plus years ago, I was in my late teens, early 20s. So I was a totally different person, right? A lot harder to convince of things than I am now. So I was thinking about that came to mind immediately when I thought, I thought about who am I? And I remember, God, you know what? The light bearer thing. And I started thinking about it. I'm thinking, okay, so light bearer, bringing people to the light, bringing people into the light. Okay. So what is light? Light is usually a representation of truth. Okay. I like truth. And what does light also do? Light makes people feel good. People feel good when they're in the light. All right. And what else does light do? Light, light shines a light on darkness. And I thought, okay, here I am, incredibly passionate about motivating, coaching, and encouraging people. I love to bring someone out of their funk. I love to go into those dark spaces and say, look, 
you can fix this. You see this? We can fix this. You know how I know? Because I fixed it to myself. And I said, you know what? You're darn right. I'm a light bearer. I'm a light bearer. And I love bringing people to their light, their truth, to experience a much, much more um, beautiful life than they could ever imagine. So get to know yourself. Anyway, I know that was a little off topic, but I thought that was the coolest thing I'd heard. And, and it sent me down my own path. So take some time to get to know yourself. Ask yourself, what am I good at? What do I like? Who am I? What what do I, what do I represent in this world so what does becoming impeccable do um, what does becoming impeccable with your word do for you it creates a different seed right it plucks out that negative seed that we've all been a part of right the gossip the black magic the girl let me tell you this this happened and let me judge you because i don't feel like judging myself we've all experienced that right so what happens is you start to be consciously aware of what you say and how you say it knowing that at some point it could manifest into your life. So you stop focusing on emotions that give you negative vibe, right? You don't want to be so mean. You now want to be kind because let me tell you something, it feels great to give rather than to receive. And it feels amazing when you are kind to someone. Right now, just think of a time when you just went all the way out of your way just to help someone. They didn't ask you to do it. It wasn't required. You just wanted to because it felt so good. Tell me you didn't feel like you had won the lottery like a million bucks afterwards. Like you probably were floating on air for the rest of the day. That's because it is intentional. Those feelings lead to something. Look for more of those feelings. Speak of things as if they've already happened. If you're in a situation where someone's gossiping, just excuse yourself from the conversation. You don't have to be rude about it, but just let them know that's not where you are anymore. I don't want to partake in this, right? Because that person is human just like you and me. And I know we've made mistakes, so let's let's not go there. Let's just let that be, right? Be careful how you talk to people, right? It costs you nothing to be kind. It costs you nothing to tell a perfect stranger, oh my God, I love your shoes. Your hair is beautiful. Or that dress looks amazing on you, right? Or you have a beautiful speaking. It costs you nothing to be kind to another human being. And I can promise you that every single solitary time you do, you are creating a seed, building a fertile ground for positive energy, positive vibes, and that is gonna get you in line with that kind of energy. Now you're receiving kindness. Now you're receiving beautiful words. Now you're receiving positive energy. Now it's easier for you to love. Now it's easier for you to trust. Now you're a much more loyal person. You've got to get on that frequency where the things that you speak are positive and they're intentional, right? Because before you go off and say, well, I'm not going to lie. If I don't like the dress, I don't like the dress. Let me go right back to what I said. Your opinion is just based on your personal belief system. Maybe you don't like the color red. Maybe it's a red dress and you don't like red. Maybe you don't think women should wear certain types of dresses. Maybe that's not a particular dress you would have picked out for yourself. But what does that have to do with the other person? Nothing. It, it is so much easier for you to say, you know what? You look beautiful. Because deep down inside, you want that person to feel good. And you know that telling them that they look beautiful is going to do just that. Just like you know that telling them the opposite is going to do the opposite. So how is it that you want to respond to people? How do you want the people around you to feel? How because, because the thing about your words is even though you can cast that black magic on someone else, you speaking bad words and you being negative hurts you a thousand times more than the people on the outside of you. Because eventually... They'll forget about what you said. They'll forgive you. They'll break in, break that agreement and make a new one and they'll heal and they'll be whole. But you have just created a seed inside of your mind that says, I like negative things. So therefore, send me more of that. Next thing you know, you got bad days back to back to back to back to back. Every time you turn around, somebody's picking a fight with you. Every time you turn around, you're picking a fight with somebody. You're always upset. You're always depressed. You're always sad. You're always into something. You don't have any peace. Take a look on the inside. Don't look at anyone else. 
because this is all under your roof. This is your control. Take a look at yourself. So being intentional with your words, again, be kind to people. We're all fighting a different battle, living with different things. It costs nothing to be kind to your neighbor. It costs nothing to be a good person. It costs nothing to use your words carefully. And listen, I'm not sitting up here telling you that every word that comes out of my mouth is impeccable because it's not. And I'm not telling you that I haven't picked fights and said things that I don't regret because I absolutely 1000% have. But as I move forward with the way that I am thinking, the way that I am governing myself and my life, I'm trying to correct those things, right? I'm trying to become conscious of them so I don't continue to do them over and over and over. But make peace with them. Make peace with that person. Ask for their forgiveness. Apologize. Things like that. And not continue to do these things. And a lot of it, we do it out of anger, right? I can tell you right now, I go from zero zero to 100 quick. So I'm either a super nice, laid back, chill, cool Pisces that love everybody who's incredibly intuitive, fun to be around, like a bright beam of light, or I am a straight up hellion. Meaning if I, if and when I get to a place that I am upset, it goes beyond my control and I don't like being in that space. And that's something that may, one of the main reasons why I'm working on myself, I will always continue to work on myself and I'm so much better at being a human <laughs> now than I was back then when I didn't understand those thoughts and those feelings and where they were coming from and why I could get so angry so quick, right? So anyway, that's what this life is about. Anything that we talk about here, it's not about arriving to a place and saying, aha, I have arrived. I can stop doing the work. This is a constant journey, right? But the journey gets better. Practice most definitely makes perfect. So I challenge each of you to be impeccable with your word. And you could start by being conscious of your thoughts. What are your thoughts? Are you mostly negative thinking or are you positive thinking? If for every one positive thought you have, does a negative follow it? Like one or two, like, you know what? I'm going to go get, I'm going to go apply for this new job this week. And then the other thought is, I don't know why you're not going to get it or you're not going to like it. Or that's a dumb idea. When those thoughts start to creep in on you, just remember that is your ego trying to protect you because the ego likes to be first and it likes to be safe. When you start to enter into unknown territory, like going after a different job that you've have never had before, entering into a relationship with, with someone you've never been in before, these are all unknown territories. It's like being in the abyss and your ego doesn't want you to go there because it doesn't know if it's a good decision or not or if it will or if you will be safe or not. So just understand it's trying to protect you. So when those thoughts come in, just push them to the side and understand that number one, you are safe and that things work out for your good. Number two, your thoughts are creating the world around you, okay? Start thinking about things that you want, that you actually want and start thinking about them as if there's no barriers. There's no possibility of losing, that it's 1000% possible. Say it out loud, write it down, think about it. Obsess over it if you want, but start getting yourself in a space where your words are creating good and beauty and love and peace and joy and less of the negative, okay? You're not going to always be in that space 1000% of the time, but as you continue to practice it, you're going to get so much better at it and life is going to get so much smoother. You'll start to see windows open that you couldn't force open, right? The, the door just going to fly open like, whoop. There's an opportunity and you think, oh my God, it just fell out of the sky from nowhere. And it was all for me. It's called a blessing. And that's because you are now accepting it. You're now putting your mind and your, your spirit in a space to receive all this good and all this beauty that is literally waiting for you to get in the same frequency at is, at, that it is in so it can find you. It's like a roadmap, right? All these blessings, all this beauty wants to find you, but it don't know where you're at because you're not looking for it. You're not in its radar. You're in a different radar and you're receiving a different kind of experience. But the moment you align yourself, your words with what you want, those things start to come at you. You don't go looking for it. It comes to find you. And that I can tell you 1000% I have experienced 
many times in my life once I started changing the way I think. When my when my thought process started uh, changing, when I started shifting some things around, my life immediately started to do the same. I've never been more happier. And I don't currently have the dream job. I love my job and I absolutely adore this podcast. So I'm having a ball, but I do this for free, right? I still don't have the freedom that I'm craving and I'm telling you, I will get it. Okay. I'm talking about that financial freedom that says I can, I can work when I want. I can do what I love to do for a living and I can take that and I can provide for my family. Okay. That's the freedom, the financial freedom I'm talking about. But I've never been happier in my life. Is every day sunshine and roses? Of course not, right? (laughs) No, but I'm extremely happy. I'm more graceful. I'm more gracious, thoughtful. I I love God. I love what he's doing in my life. I'm humble. You know, I appreciate everything and everyone in my life. I'm human, but this is the best space I've been in in my life. And I've been studying this stuff and reading this stuff and applying it to my life for years. And I'm never going to stop. It's just going to continue to get better. And the more I focus on this stuff, the more books that I bump into, the more people that I run into that that knows a little bit more and they can teach me a little bit more. It's like these things are trying to find me. And why? Because I am now in alignment with what I want. I am seeking it. And I will leave you with this. What you are seeking is also seeking you. And that goes both ways. If you're seeking negative, you're going to get negative. If you're seeking positive and peace and love and trust in those things, you're going to get those things because you are aligning yourself with it. It's like being on the same path as something. If you're not on the path of it, how can it find you? You have to get on the path. You know what the path of peace is? Creating peace around you, speaking peace, thinking peace. Now, all of a sudden, you just feel at ease. You don't deal with oppression anymore. You don't deal with anxiety anymore, right? The fear is slowly leaving your body. Now you're doing things you never thought you could do. You're more braver than you've ever been in your life because you now believe it to be true. You have a new personal dream and you have created an agreement, which means that you believe it wholeheartedly. All right, guys. So today we talked about a lot. We talked about agreements, personal dreams, black magic, black magic being gossip and using your words for bad. We talked about agreements, which are beliefs that end up being a part of our personal belief system that also end up um, governing how we live. So this week, just practice your words, right? Be mindful of your words. When you start to say something negative or mean, catch yourself, right? And I want you to realize that, oh my God, I was about to say this and then think, number one, was it true or was it necessary? Was it the best course of action? right? And even if it comes all the way out, it's okay. Forgive yourself, right? Don't, don't, don't bash yourself over the head over and over and over just because you did something wrong. We all do. But the purpose of this exercise is for number one, for you to understand, for you to become more conscious of what it is you're saying. Because sometimes we just say things and they just come out and we don't realize it and we move on. Be conscious of your words. They have power. They absolutely have power. So, Thank you guys for listening. Next week, we will be talking about the second agreement and it's going to be around taking things personal. I love being on this journey with you guys. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Hey, hey, this has been Hill Health Happy Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Feel free to look me up on Instagram at I am Tanika. Thank you for listening. And remember, life is for living. See you soon.